0: What's up, everybody? What's good, y'all? Hi, hey, everybody. What's up, dudes? What's, up, what's, what's, what's going up? on, everybody? Hello, guys. Yo. Welcome to the Urban Youth Impact
1: Podcast. Where we love, equip, and empower inner city youth to fulfill their God-given purpose.
2: Let's get this party started.
1: What's up, good people?
3: Welcome to the UII Podcast. It's DJ D-Money here. And who do I got with me today?
2: PJ. And Cupcake
3: 101. How's it going?
2: Really great.
3: Awesome, awesome. That's good to hear.
2: All right, good people. So,
3: we got spring break coming up. You guys got any plans? Yep. What are you going to do?
2: Go eat, to the pool. Eat, do fun stuff.
3: Do fun stuff. And What's not, is it?
2: And not do my spring break packet.
3: And not do your spring break packet?
0: Yeah, spring break it. packet. I never do it. Yeah. It reminds me of one time my teacher gave me a summer packet. Mm-hmm. And then on the last day, I was stressing because... I had to finish it, and then I realized, I don't even have a class next year. Ha! So what was the point
2: of doing it?
3: Oh, man. Listen, when you guys get older, you're going to start having these dreams. They're actually nightmares, where even though you've graduated from school, you're going to have these dreams that you're still in school, and like you've got a test that you've got to study for, or ugh, I get these dreams all the time, like at least like once a month, and it's awful. It's like you wake up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm late for class. Oh my gosh, I gotta study. Oh my gosh, and you're like, Wait, I'm not in school anymore. I haven't been school in
0: ten years. Yeah, I usually have dreams where I'm like, I'm stressed, I and then I have dreams where I'm in ring, and then I get scared, but then I think ring. to myself, Wait, this is not actually happening. So then I just wake
3: up. Yeah, it's not actually happening, right? Uh, I Dreams, having- the interesting thing about Dreams, DJ Cupcake, is that Dreams, you know, they're, like, kind of like a window, like, into our desires. So, do you have a desire to go into wrestling? hmm Yeah?
2: I already made a career. You made a career? I beat up my brother. I practiced my own moves. Oh, there you go. Make my own signatures.
3: Nice. What's, What's your signature? signature
2: move? Let's say someone trying to punch you or, like, try to do the chokehold. Okay. You grab their arm, uppercut. One, two, three. Just whoa! Whoa! No, can I show my move? Um... I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, hit you hit me. I got... I, I know self-defense. I, I know karate. I know kung
3: fu. So what do you... Okay, so DJ Cupcake, you frequently dream about wrestling.
2: Uh-huh.
3: What about you, DJ PJ? You do so what do you dream about?
0: A lot of different things.
3: Like, what's like a reoccurring dream that you have?
0: I have powers.
3: The superpowers? Yeah, I've had and it's like too.
0: first, like I start off as like people, like I tra- like well, I had this one dream where I transfer to a new school, where like people who have powers and I'm like normal. Uh huh. And it's kind of like a story on webtoon called Unordinary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like normal, and then like at the very end when they like there's like this big guy, well he was tra- who's like super powerful. I, mm-hmm. I I just break out and be like I'm the I can do it, and then. Like, I practice powers, practice show my powers and all that, and then I beat them. And then, usually, that's the end.
3: So, our topic today is overcoming struggles. That's what you guys wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. So, what did you guys have in mind? Like, what kind of struggles are we talking here?
0: Like, in life, life, like, if they have a father or a mother figure. Mm -hmm. Job struggles. Like, if they had, like, if they were on drugs and they couldn't get
2: out, if they went to jail, you know,
0: school
3: struggles. Yeah. So would it be fair to say that struggles can be both... You guys ever heard of external struggles and internal struggles? Yeah. So external is like struggles that happen, like, outside of you that affect you, right? So, for example, if a hurricane was coming and you had to pack and evacuate and leave everything, that's an external struggle, right? An internal struggle might be like, for example... Um, like maybe something that you shared, you know, somebody has wronged you and you have to, you know, in your heart you're carrying bitterness and anger and hatred towards them, right? Or maybe an internal struggle might be like, you know, trying to do the right thing, even if you know it's challenging and it's hard. Um, so there's there are different types of struggles that we face, right? So today we're going to talk about struggles and what it means to overcome. So here we go.
4: I know, I personally went through an abusive situation and it was really hard, so There's really hard, awful things in this world. So we got to at least acknowledge that they're there, but also know that we have the means to overcome, Um, maybe not completely change the situation entirely, but we do know that we can face it and we can come out on the other side because of our beliefs, because of our trust, because of our person that who we are is strong enough to, to get through.
2: Hi, world. It's me, DJ Cupcake, and I'm here with... Hi, Miss Marina here. We're going to ask you some questions about overcoming struggles. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, the first question is, what are some challenges that you have had to overcome?
4: Whew, big question. Okay, some challenges I've had to overcome in my life. One challenge was how I portrayed myself in college and making sure people took me seriously even though I was super friendly and nice and bubbly and was a girl. But you see, I was in school for ministry. And so um, I was in classes with a lot of men and um, a lot of boys. I don't know if they were men yet, but um, I was in classes with a lot of them. and. So a lot of them didn't necessarily think that I knew what, what I was talking about when it came to the Bible and um, religion and Christianity and theology. So I really had to, I guess you could say, overcome the challenge of proving myself to them, even though I kind of um, fell into the category of someone they wouldn't necessarily want to take seriously. Um, and especially because I was a girl, I think they thought, oh, she can't really or she won't really be able to things that we do or think intellectually based on um, what we want to talk about in these classes. So I really grew at that point in my life in my identity as a girl slash woman and um, believed and grew in the belief that I really did have thoughts that were worth expressing and things that were really actually just as important as anything that my male um, classmates had to say. So that was one challenge I think I had to overcome, and it took me a long time. And to to be honest, to this day, I still struggle with it sometimes because in this world, I think it's very easy for people to not um, be able to take some people seriously just based on um, stereotypes or preconceived notions of them like, oh, well, she's short, so she must not be strong, or she's blonde so she must be dumb you know just things like that that aren't necessarily true but you kind of have to prove yourself and then you have one extra step to go so I would say that I did that all throughout college and I'm probably still having to overcome that now and I get really frustrated sometimes but I just got to remind myself that I know who I am and God knows who I am and that's what matters right
2: next question what would you tell someone who was trying to overcome a challenge?
4: I would tell someone who's trying to overcome a challenge that they really are more resilient than they think. So when I say that, I mean resiliency as in they can bounce back and they can adjust and get through things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily automatically think that a human could get through. So any type of challenge, whether it's like I faced sexism in college and in work life or what people face like um, judgment or persecution or racism or um, loss, uh, whatever it is, I would say that you really are more resilient and more capable of, of handling those challenges than you think because we always come out of it, right? There's always an end to a trial. So I would say You're stronger than you think, and now you know, and it's going to be okay.
2: (laughs) Uh, Third question, how did you overcome your challenge? Did someone influence you?
4: How did I overcome my challenge and did someone influence me? Well, I think the biggest influence that I've had in all my challenges is probably Jesus. Having a faith is really important when overcoming challenges because... To be honest, I think I said this the other day to someone, like how do we get through this world with all the crap that happens without a faith? You know, like how do we not, how do we navigate through all these awful things that we see happening in our world without a belief that in a higher power and in a God that cares for us and sees that we're we're struggling and is going to come to our aid and has already. So I would say the biggest influence and overcoming my challenges was my faith in Jesus to know that he died for me and loves me and his will for my life is good so I can always count on that and I know that that's true I will never not believe that but I I also you know leaned on family members and friends when I would go through hard times Um, I do you know I think everybody in their life has lost someone like a death in the family or um so you know you can add on challenges like that in different ways but you if you have people that you can trust that you can lean on that really it may not make it seem like it's going to go away and when you're struggling in the time but in the long run it's definitely better to have people there to support you um, and lean on and trust get you through Uh, what do you mean by like bad things a good question. It's a really good question. Well, you you know, you look at the news and you look at the headlines and you see, you know, uh this horrible virus that's happening in our world right now, like in China and now it's going, coming and now it's going to Europe. And that's a really scary thing. This virus is is killing people. And so that's like really scary. So that's one example, but then, you know, you have things like shootings or, um, you know, children and people without homes or families or um, you have domestic abuse or, you know, all of these things that you see that you know are happening in the world and that are maybe even happening very close to us.
2: All right. Thank you for being on and Plan like your personal life and your challenges in your life. You did. It.
4: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
3: So let's get real here. Overcoming struggles. Overcoming challenges. What are some things that the three of us in this room have had to deal with and overcome? Because there's there's everyday challenges, right? That we face. But then there's also like these big macro challenges that happen every so often in life that there's seasons that we just have to get through. Like, have you ever experienced the death of a loved one?
0: Oh, my aunt.
3: And your great grandma, your aunt, my two uh, grandpas and my grandma. And that's tough, right? It's tough when that happens. And those are like seasonal struggles. They're there and it's hard. And then we've got everyday struggles. I remember when I was in middle school, I really noticed it. And even early high school as well. I experienced some bullying. Did you guys ever experience, Mm have you ever been bullied before? No. That's good. But you have DJ Cupcake? And how did that make you feel? It was kind of a silly question, but.
2: I really wanted to, um, like retali retaliate. Yeah. And understandable. Some people want to kill themselves, but I'm not like that.
3: Yeah. That's more of what I was, to be honest. That's more of the response I had. I wasn't interested in retaliating. I took it all internally. Um, and that's real, right? That's a real struggle that you have to deal with if. You know, you wake up every day and you you find it hard to live, and that's something that a lot of young people are experiencing. Uh, what are some other struggles that um,
2: my grades.
3: your grades? So school. Um, what do you what do you find is the hardest thing about
2: well, grades?
3: Is it staying because, focused? Is it Because yeah. chal- it's challenging.
2: It, it gets harder. That's why like my grades are getting more lower. Yeah. Like I think the hard part
0: for me is like I know when I do wrong, but I don't like it when, like, teachers call it out and be like, to the whole class where everybody can hear, and they'd be like, you guys, you did this wrong, wrong, wrong. It just, I just makes it feel like. They,
2: um, my principal, she came into class because there was a fight, and she mm-hmm. called out all the names, and she told, she told my mom. My mom went up there to get a, a summer jam, like a summer camp paper, mm-hmm. and then she had, went out and showed my mom the papers and everything of my grades.
3: yeah. That's that's hard, right? So would you say that there's a lot of shame that you feel with that? And shame is a struggle. That's something you have to overcome, right? Yeah. Um, when we feel that shame, it makes us think less of ourselves. And as a result, we might not move with confidence, right? I remember feeling shame. I was in eighth grade, and I got moved to ninth grade math. So I was in geometry in eighth grade. And so I was... In middle school, but I got to go to the high school every morning uh, for math. And I remember the teacher would set... so messed up. You ready for this? So every time we took a test...
0: He would set higher standards for you.
3: No, this is much worse. Every time we take a test, he would redo the seating chart in the classroom. And before he told us the result of the test, he would go around the room and name every single seat At every single table, who sits where. By the first few, you realize all the smart kids, he sat on one side of the room and literally working your way around the room in a circle to the other side of the room where, you know, the kids who scored the lowest all sat together. So there was a table. And if you sat at that table, it meant that you had failed. And the whole class knew it. Because you sat at that table. What do you guys think of that? Did
0: you did sit you? there?
3: I did sit there. It's the only time in my entire like K through 12 experience that I like failed tests, struggled in that class, because my self-confidence was so low and the shame was so high. Because I he constantly put me with other kids who were failing. And we all just couldn't help each other because we couldn't understand the material. So I felt that shame. And it was supposed to, I guess, make us try harder. But it didn't do that for me. That pretty messed up?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, right? Everybody knew if you failed. Everybody knew. So, yeah, it's tough. But...
2: I feel like my grades are getting higher because I just took, like, this writing essay. And Mm -hmm. usually I used to make it to my my second paragraph Uh and then do my conclusion. But I finally made it to my third paragraph and I got a seven. It was supposed to get seven or higher.
3: Yeah. So you're improving. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the key to that? What's helped you
2: grow?
0: Well, time. 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 And, like, some people may not maybe like well that's that's super hard but really all we have to do is just sit down listen mm-hmm. to the teacher use the, the stuff that the teacher said at our work
2: mm-hmm.
0: eventually do homework do the test and then yeah. bam all you have to do is just listen
2: yeah
0: like i yeah it may be hard to focus on what they're saying because you're bored but we're gonna need this in the real world and it's and honestly, if you, like, clear your mind, mm-hmm. you can easily focus on what she's saying. All you got to do is just focus on it. Yeah. Use the, the steel she just she just said on a paper. Eventually, homework and then test and then that's it. You uh, Eventually, you'll be in ninth grade taking either, like, 10th, 11th, or 12th grade work. DJ
3: Cupcake, even you don't look uh, too sure of that.
2: No. Do you because, disagree? Yeah, because some kids they they talk to you and then you're the one to fail because they're talking to you and you're getting distracted and you're trying to pay attention. And kids don't listen to you. Why don't you tell mm. the teacher? They're teaching, they're gonna feel like they being interrupted and get mad at the other student for saying that someone's talking and you're talking too too. Yeah. Kids.
3: So it's complicated, right? Um, yeah. when it comes to overcoming struggles. It's not always going to be a one-size-fit-all thing solution. So, what what do you guys think of this statement? So in Romans chapter five, Paul wrote that we can rejoice when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop uh you know what endurance is? Okay, they help us develop endurance, and endurance strengthens our character, and character strengthens our hope. What do you guys think of that?
0: That's true. Very true.
3: Have you ever seen that for you?
0: Oh, yeah, sometimes.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Can you give me an example of maybe a time when you had to deal with something really hard, but you actually found that it taught you patience, endurance, it it made you a better person, and it gave you more hope moving forward?
0: Well, yeah. When I had gotten my F, my F, um, or in sixth grade Uh and I had to get course recovery it like my parents like understood and I did too so like I had to take that but eventually I passed it and I brought the F to a C Mm -hmm. so I passed it I brought all my grades up so I didn't have any D's I had like C's and those C's were like 75 and above so they were really high C's Mm -hmm. and I didn't have an F so like my parents could see that I was really improving.
3: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I remember, you know, when you first become a parent, you, you're you very uncertain of a lot of things. You're kind of like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? And, you know, the first child I had, uh, my, my oldest daughter, like, it was tough in the beginning, you know, the long nights where you're waking up all the time. They're crying. You don't quite know what to do, Right. Um, but then by the time I got to the, my second child, my second daughter, uh, I had a lot better idea of what to do. I had a lot more patience. I was able to endure through those long nights a lot better. I feel like my character was more refined at that point, And I w- was slower to anger, uh, than I was the first time. And so, you know, it gave me hope that I can actually do this parenting thing. Um.
2: Drumming has actually helped me. Oh, drumming! And because like before, before I used to like think, and it was real hard to think. Yeah. But then like when I got in drumming class and I started like making noises when I was thinking, when I was thinking actually kind of helped me a little bit because I was.
3: No. Yeah, and your skill level as a drummer has really improved as well. Like you're really getting to that top tier level. Um, I'm really impressed. So good stuff guys
0: hello everybody this is dj pj with the urban youth podcast i have a, a guest that's going to be talking about their struggles
1: and your name is my name is Ms. mia Thank you so much for having me on here, KVON.
0: You're welcome.
1: Um, How are you doing today? I'm
0: doing well, thank you. So today, what we're basically talking about, we're going to be talking about some challenges that we had to overcome. So, like, what's some challenges you had to overcome?
1: So one of the struggles that I've overcome would be learning English. I am Haitian, Haitian Haitian-American. I was born in Haiti and... In about 1999, I moved to America, and um, English was a huge struggle for me because I didn't know the language, Um, I didn't have any friends when I first started school here because I didn't know anyone, I just knew my family, Um, and it wasn't, it was not the greatest experience because I, I even got held back because I didn't know the language as should have known. Um, And because of the lack of understanding I had, I, um, yeah, it was difficult for me to make friends, to understand what was going on in class. Yeah, I I remember being bullied because I was different. Um, Not just because of my skin color. It was more so this girl just came out of nowhere and she doesn't know anything. Um, And it wasn't fun at all. It was Really sad. <laughs> would you say like your parents or your family members helped you try to overcome the struggle? I would say so because in my household, um, growing up, it was both both English and Creole was spoken, um, and so yeah, it helped me a lot. Like hearing it at home, not just at school.
0: How did you overcome your challenge?
1: Oh, uh, how did I overcome it? Uh, a lot of ESOL. ESOL was my thing. <laughs> um, ESOL was never school at, cool at school, and I'm sure that is still not a cool thing to get pulled out of class for. Um, but ESOL is very beneficial. Big help. Um, just a lot of repetitive things, like writing my name over and over again. Um, yeah, just a lot of extra homework, a lot of extra work. Um, more work than the typical student my age at school had to do um, because they already knew the language. So has anybody
0: in your family or a friend overcame a challenge?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have a really close friend to me. Um, I cannot say her name. Uh, she would probably kill me for sharing this. <laughs> so I won't be naming any names. Um, But she, so something really bad happened, um, and she had to testify against someone. And she was really, really, really scared of this person Um, and what they were capable of doing to her and to other people. um, What he was accused of was true, and there was a lot of evidence for it. And one of her struggles was the fact that she had to go to court and look at him in the eye and testify against him. Um, and so in the midst of that, I remember there was a lot of preparation as far as praying for her um, and fasting with her. Um, just a bunch of us who were close to her, we came alongside of her and just um, really, we were there for her because it was a huge challenge for her. Um, but she over, she overcame it because she eventually got up there. She testified against him, um, but it was with the help of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, like she couldn't have done that at all. Not, not by her own strength. Do you
0: think that the Holy Spirit or Jesus or Jehovah Himself helped you overcome your
1: challenge? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Like. If anybody else had the same problem or a different one, how, how, what would you tell them and how to overcome their challenge?
1: I would tell them not to stress it because eventually living in a country um, that speaks a completely different language than you do, living in a country like that, over time, you will eventually learn the language. Um, whether it takes months or years, you will learn it. and um, it's, not a, it's nothing to stress over. Um, especially at, at the age that I came here to America. It's not like I needed um, to work or anything like that. And so I would tell them to pray that there's hope and that through Christ, all things are possible.
0: Yeah, that is super true. I want to thank you for coming here and taking your time to come here and share this with you. I know it pro- may be hard, so I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, DJ. PJ. Thanks for having me today. Thank you.
3: So, what would you both say to someone in your life who is overcoming struggles?
0: I would say to them, "Do not give up. That yeah, life isn't all your sugar and candy. You <laughs> have there's gonna be some nasty stuff or stuff that will probably stop you. Yeah. Like all you got, what you really gotta do is try to avoid them or just go through them, like." Yeah, just deal with it in a way that like
2: won't hurt you mm-hmm. in any way.
3: Yeah, that's good.
2: Um, you, I I would tell them to like talk to someone about it and like mm. try to get it off their mind, like get it out or something like, yeah. the, like I do, or like do something that'll that because if you keep trying, it's it's gonna get better one day. Because once I had started like the piano, I wasn't back there. And then, actually, when I started kept doing it over and over again, that's when I finally got it.
3: That's good. We cannot do this thing alone. We need each other. We need to lean on each other, carry each other's burdens, because if we try, have you guys ever tried to hold a struggle in? What does it do to you, if you have?
0: We keep thinking about it over and over over. It's like when people say men don't cry. Yeah. Men cry.
3: Yeah. A lot of men... I just why not do it in front of people but but uh but yeah yeah that's a good point when we hold it in we think we have to carry it alone right we we are afraid to let someone in and maybe that's part of the struggle is you know we cannot trust people because that's a very real struggle as well so how do we get to a point where we can trust people again right so it's good stuff guys um, can I say a quote yeah.
0: Well, I don't know who said it, and I don't know exactly what it was, but I know someone said it. It's like there he was walking, and there was two roads in front of him. Mm-hmm. Split. One was a long road. The other one was a short road with glass and needles and um and pricks and. Okay he took the long way and eventually he got to his goal faster and more successfully
2: yeah I had no clue um, small deeds can bury or some or do something to a bigger problem or like a deed and that's from Penny the Bell
3: oh nice yeah I think there's some there's some wisdom in what you guys shared just now like it sometimes the long road is the road we don't want to take because we know it's long. We want to take the shortcut in life. We want to just say like, okay, I have this pain, this emotional pain, just put a bandage over it and be done. But in reality, you're walking on glass, right? You're, you're setting yourself up for failure. But if you t- take the long road, you know, which requires walking with other people and their struggles, uh, trying to get to the heart of the issue, uh, you actually get to your destination faster. So that's great. Thank you. Thank you both for your wisdom and thank you for being brave enough to be on here and to share your struggles and to take on a topic like this as well. So you're both awesome and we'll be back next month for another episode.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the Urban Youth Impact Podcast. If you would like to learn more about what we do, please visit our website at www.urbanyouthimpact.com or follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube accounts at UI Impact to stay connected and see what we are up to next. We
3: invite you to come alongside us as we join together to pray for the inner city youth across Palm
0: Beach County.
3: Join us next time for another exciting episode.
0: Until then, continue to dream big. Take care.